If you like Rogan and Rodney, be sure to check out Petros and Money. Hear them live weekdays at 3 on AM 570 LA Sports or podcast their show on the iHeartRadio app by searching Petros and Money. AM 570. An LA Sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on am570la sports. Kevin and Simi Valley, way to go. Your caller six, you're going to see the Dodgers on Wednesday night. So we have given away two pairs of tickets, two sets of tickets. And we will give away a third pair of Dodger tickets this hour. So stay with us. We'll give you a cue to call. You jump in here and you'll go see the Dodgers Wednesday night out at the stadium. So that's pretty cool. That we Very give cool. Two away. We got another one to go. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Now, oh. All right. I don't know if you had a chance this weekend to see the fights. The fights. Okay, <laughs> when you say the fights, Fred, yeah. I need to know which the, the fights you're talking about because we had that debacle fight of Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul last right. weekend, Yeah, previous weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then we had uh, Lamar Odom fighting, who did he fight? Uh, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter from uh, Backstreet Boys or or brother of the Backstreet Boys, Carter. Which one is he? <laughs> I believe he's the younger brother of one of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the younger Nick Carter and Aaron Carter yes. was one of them, right? Yeah. yeah, one of them was a the brother was a Backstreet Boy. Then you had uh, then what you have the YouTubers and the TikTokers going oh, yeah. at it. Yeah, we got to right? talk about all this. Well, my my only legitimate one was watching the UFC. I'm a big UFC fan. Um, Big jujitsu fan, trained with the Gracie family. I love them. They're very close to them. And watching Israel Adesanya uh, do work again, he's incredible and uh, retained his title. So that was the only thing I watched, Fred. Yeah. That's the only fight that I watched. And I don't know how to pull these numbers. And <laughs> I, I don't know how to pull the numbers. I want to see the buys on all of this. The UFC oh, yeah. buys compared to the YouTubers and TikTokers and then Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. I want to see the buys. Because I'll tell you, people are making a ton of money doing this now. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into that a little bit later. Because, Kevin, you saw the the numbers on last week, right? Yeah, Floyd and Logan Paul got a million uh, buys. At 50, a million buys. A million buys at $50 a pop. So a million people bought it. Yeah, yep. Basically. At $50 million a pop. Or at 50 a pop. Think of that. Think of that money. Yeah. People making an awful lot of money doing this. We'll get into it. But now, uh, you know, we, we need to start the week right. Everybody looks forward to it. It's uh, a cleansing. It's a spirituality. It's a chance for us to come together. And to provide that, Rodney, there is only one man. Mm-hmm. One man. Only one. It is Vic the Brick with the Monday edition of the Daily Haiku at 2. Last week, he paused 15 seconds before he spoke. Let's see how much marriage. Why are you counting? Well, Why are you I counting we the seconds? No, we went into it last week. 
That was a bit not okay. That was a bit long on the marination. Let's see how long he lets it marinate today. It doesn't matter. It does matter. There's a no. point in time where we think there's something wrong with him. No. It does not matter. Okay. All right. Well, Vic, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Fred. Good afternoon, Vic. That was respectable. What? Respectable? Oh, my God. Well, a respectable marination. Respectable marination. Yes. 15 seconds is too long, Vic. Good t-shirt. Let the tranquility percolate in your soul, Fred. I'm getting percolated. Fred, you can't put a, you can't put a time limit on the marination. It's a feeling. Okay. You know what I'm saying, Vic? Tell him. It's it's feel. Don't think, Freddie. Feel, as the great Bruce Lee would say. Mushin, no mind. Muga, no ego. Boom. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete. Hey, David. Oh, Pete. See, Freddie, you're thinking. You're not letting it sink in because you're thinking about the time. I'm not listening. I'm. You're, I'm, yeah, I'm you're not listening because you're thinking about the time. Right, you think too much. You don't let it get into your soul because you're thinking about the time. I understand. Hey. I just had a concern. Right, don't think. Okay. Okay. Some people accuse me of that on a daily basis. Just be, Fred. Be. Just exactly. Exactly right, Rodney. Okay. Be. All right. Be. Stay in the moment. And just be. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney Show. Please put your hands together. Show the mighty, mighty, mighty love for Kevin Figures. Shut Having the time of his life. He <laughs> couldn't wait, Kevin. He couldn't wait. Yep. <laughs> At least he didn't do the diversity one. Yeah. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, he puts together all the musical beds, all the musical connections, all the stingers, every sound you hear. He's the maestro. Show the love, Ronnie Fascio. It's the marination maestro himself, Hafiti Bina. Very provocative subject, Fred. Uh, yeah, Fred. Talking about the. The debt, you know, how long do you linger on screen when you have the, an athlete, you know, dying on the field on the on the brink of death? Yeah. I was doing the pregame for the LA Avengers back in 2005, and I actually witnessed the death of LA Avenger Al Lucas, 300 pounds of love. It was a kickoff play. I was up in the booth at Staples Center. And Al made the tackle and his spinal cord was snapped. Oh, God. And he died on the field. And there were 11,000 at Staples for the game, for the Avengers and the New York Dragons. And no one, it was never announced that, that Al had died on the field. But and even after the autopsy, everything, there still is. There's been no clarity, but I believe he was. He he had passed on the field, and he was such a beautiful man, Al Al Lucas. Mm. 
Did they call the game at that point, Vic? They stopped the game and they brought out the, you know, the stretcher and he was immediately rushed to the hospital. It was just, you know, the crowd was just uh, stunned. Everyone was stunned. The players were stunned. But they went on with the game because no, no one really knew what happened. Yeah. Uh, it was just a horrific, horrific time. Horrific. It's a horrific situation. But uh, well, rest, you know, rest in paradise, Al Lucas. 300 pounds of love. One of the most popular players in Los Angeles football history in his brief time as an Avenger. Everyone loved Hal. So you're right, how long do you, you know, I'm not sure if that game was televised, but we were carrying, we were the home of the Avengers on AM 1150, I believe, back in the day. I'm not sure if it was televised, but it was a, uh, a horrific moment yeah. in downtown Los Angeles. I'm glad you did, you brought up that topic, Fred. That is, that is a very, very, uh, very controversial topic because it's up to the director. Right. How long he wants to zoom in and or get off the shot and just go to the players. And, yeah, it's a very, very tough, tough topic. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, Howard, tweeted the show, social media, internet, traditional media have desensitized us. It's shocking, but not surprising to see today's content available for all to see. Yeah, I would agree, but if you can control something like that. So the question was, should you see it or, or shouldn't you? Do you want to see it or not? But I, I think Rodney's point was really valid, and I'll echo it. Uh, it's the responsibility of whoever is broadcasting that event to, to understand the situation, to know the situation as best they can, and then make decisions based on the fact that there may be an awful lot of people watching. Exactly. And you must always err on the side of of sanity and and human and human kindness and humanity. That's that's how you err. Side on humanity and not not for a a, a cheap shot. You go for humanity. How about this Dodger homestand, everybody? Pride night on Friday with a gr glorious night. And what a glorious day tomorrow. The reopening. Congratulations to Kevin for winning tickets on Wednesday. You know, that's Mookie Jersey night. Nothing wrong with that. The number 50 will be handed out. To the first, I don't, I believe, forty thousand. Get there early. Get your Mookie jersey on Wednesday, and of course tomorrow, get your Justin Turner Red Samurai bobblehead. What a, what a week, what a week at Chavez Ravine. No question about it, Vic. And have a haiku for you guys. Oh yeah. Oh, from a yeah. woman's perspective, Brenda Ganim. Who? Brenda Ganim. She married a Brooklyn Dodger fan and, of course, was hooked. What is this? Brenda wait, Ganim, wait. who married a Brooklyn Dodger fan, is now a haiku artist? Yeah, she's a member of the Haiku Society of America. Okay. She is. And she married a Brooklyn Dodger? She married a Brooklyn Dodger fan. And then started writing haikus? Yes. Baseball moved her. Is she still alive? Yes. How old is she? 
this might be in the sixties. Oh, okay. Has she written a number of haikus? I believe so. I've been going through Brenda's work, her complete uh, portfolio. Yeah. But, but she's an accomplished haiku artist. She's not on the level of Basho, but Ben Goldstein, she could be. Well, talk Basho. Red, just like you're talking the, the heavyweight of heavyweights. But she's like Ben Goldstein? You, ben Goldstein? Yeah, from last week, Ben Goldstein. It was Goldsmith. Was Goodrich. Goodrich. Oh, Ben Goodrich. Goodrich. I'm sorry. It was Goodrich. Exactly right. Thank you. Oh, I thought it was Goldstein. Yeah. Said that You're thinking of the accountant like on Wilshire like Boulevard. It was real name. Well, I thought it was. Dick's like, who? I thought uh, it was a real name. Life. No, Thank we you. did have a Goldstein guy who, who's like a professor at Texas A&M or something. Oh. That was last yes. year, I think, at one point. I remember that. That was Goldstein. This Fred, is, haiku is spreading around the globe. I know. This is not the knothole guy. No. This is not the... This is not... Uh, George Swede. Yeah. The Swede. Right. The Swede. It's I not looked, the Swede. I look through the knothole. Vic, who does that? Everybody. No, Vic, everybody does not. No one crawls around looking through knotholes. That is not accurate. Not everybody does that. Well, back in the day, oh my God. a lot of kids watched baseball through knotholes. Vic, no one yeah. watches through knotholes. They used to, Fred, is what he's saying. What? When Huck Finn was alive? Oh, Tom Sawyer? My pops used to go to the field in Mesa, Arizona, watch the Cubbies play because they used to have spring training in Mesa, and watch Ernie Banks through the knot hole, Fred. There you go, Fred, right what, there. Why didn't he just look through the chain link fence? Because the angle was better through the knot hole. Oh, okay. And he could talk to him in the outfield. So he'd stick his mouth up to the hole and start yeah. yelling at him? I would yes. Let's play two, Ernie. That's right. With play two. I love that. That's a great, that's a great pull, Rodney. I mm-hmm. go for you on this Monday, June the fourteenth. Everybody, remember, stay hydrated. Yes. Keep get your pets inside. And you stay in the shade. And if you can, just submerge yourself in water. Not too long. But if you have a, a pool or a shower or some sort of rivulets of water that you can immerse yourself in please do well most people probably not sure do have a shower but you cannot recommend they take a shower for like six hours no we're not we want to save water right now right a pool a is drought fine. A, a freaking drought right a pool is fine go into the pool don't go take a pool. shower five pool six is hours. fine for what Fred? to immerse yourself as vic suggests well, the recycled water, you see those fountains and the kids go in those yeah, fountains, it's the, the coolest. Pool, right? Yeah, but he's not saying bathe, he's saying just be hydrated and stay in water yeah. so you don't melt during the heat wave. Well, we've been through this before. We in the city don't understand. don't know what a heat wave is, Fred. That's what I'm saying. We know. Give me that heat. Talk to me when it's 120. And in Arizona, that's winter. Exactly. But it's a dry heat, no? Yes. <laughs> it's a dry heat, Vic, yes. This is by Brenda Gannon. Handsome picture. My eyes drift down to the mound. 
I'm feeling you. Brenda Gannon. Handsome pitcher. My eyes drift down to the mound. Feeling you. Exactly. Perfect. Ronnie. (laughs) Ronnie. I have to I have to say it now. I have to say it because I started laughing. Oh my god. Uh, what was it? Handsome pitcher. Eyes drift down to the to mound. mound. Ronnie goes, "What mound is that?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was kind of a, a bit of an erotic haiku, Vic, don't you think? No. <laughs> Without being erotic, it became erotic, it right? It kind of did. Yeah. I think you brought it to that level, Fred. But the intent of, of Brenda, I, I believe, was just, you know, she saw a good-looking guy in the mound, and obviously she wanted to uh, get a better look. She was aroused. Yeah. Do you think she was aroused, Vic? Do you think that was the purpose of this haiku? I think she was uh, moved by the picture. Absolutely. Yeah, I bet yeah. she was. To the point but where she looked her down intent and saw is quite mound. innocent. It's a very innocent, I believe, in pristine haiku. Well, I don't think there's pristine. anything pristine about it, Vic. No, Vic. She looked down and saw a mound. She's talking about this guy's package. Yes, Vic. But you're talking about the pitcher's mound, Fred. She's talking about the Ooh. pitcher, Vic, yes. and his mound, not the dirty stuff. Right. She didn't just say pitcher. She said handsome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the key here, Vic. Yeah. It wasn't just the pitcher. Then my, I might have gone with, oh, it's just she's talking about the pitcher's mound. But she described the pitcher as handsome. Right. Therefore, she had something else in mind. Where does the pitcher pitch on? Do you think she grabbed a Rosenberg, Vic, after she saw him? The Rosenberg. You think she? Yeah. I don't think she had access to the Rosenberg. We don't know what she had access to in her warped mind. In her, How dare you? What was her name? Margaret Gilmore? Brenda Gannon. Where did Brenda you get Gannon. Margaret How Gilmore from? Brenda Gannon. Where did you I get think Margaret disrespecting Gilmore? Brenda. I'm not disrespecting. Can we book her on the show? Oh, Brenda? Yeah, Brenda. Brenda Gannon. Brenda Gannon. Why don't, why don't one day. Did she put a foreign substance on the ball? <laughs> yeah, if you want to look at it like that, sure. Listen, Vic, one day we should book one of the American haiku artists in this segment. That's what we Perfect. should do. Can, we, can you book Brenda Gannon? I can reach out to Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> and I her mound. She, I, <laughs> yeah, reach. I, I would. I would not book her if you are going to line her up in a in a, in a sexual a line of questioning. Yeah. Though I, I'm not going to subject her to that. Fred. No, I'm I would not, never subject her to that. No, no. Let's just bring her on, and she can reach. Oh no, I think you. I, I know where you're going. Where am I going? <laughs> I know where you're going, Fred. Where am I, I went, going? Yeah, I see you working. Yeah, yeah. I see you working, Fred. No, Vic. Book. What's her name? Brendan. Brenda Gannon. Brendan Gannon. G A N N A N. Vic, we don't need to. See. You call her. Will M you... as in Michigas. Okay. Will you call her? <laughs> M as in Michigas. Will you call M her? M as in Michigas, Rodney. All right. Yes. Will you call her? Will you? I'll reach out to her people. Right. I'm sure she has a you know whole PR staff. I'm sure she doesn't, Vic. Just get her home number and call her. Just call her. And, and and what line of questioning? Well, we want to would, hear her. Would you would, right, you, would, would you grill Brenda? No, I'm not going to grill her. Let her read some haikus, talk about her love and how she got into it. That's it. You're not going to bring up your your 
your fantasy of, of this haiku. Nick, I think everybody pretty much felt the same way about it, but we'll avoid that. Not I. Okay, well, you're the one. So we'll avoid it. Um, I found other um, haikus from Brenda. They're, they're taking on a bit of a theme here. Oh, yeah. good. Can I, have... If I can read a couple? Oh, please. Yes. Of course. yes. <laughs> so here's one. Having an affair with his buddy's wife, the DH. Feeling you. Oh, my God, Vic. There it is. Vic. Hey, Vic. Vic. Vic, we were Whoa, right. Vic. We were right, Vic. She's going in another direction. <laughs> That's the same direction, Vic. Vic, that um, mound was what we thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Vic. I, I have quote Denny Green. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do have another. Oh, good. Okay. Let's go. Yes, yes, roll it out. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. In the stands, his arm around his wife, he winks at me, feeling you. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Who knew? It's all about the you know, extracurricular activities. Shannon, I see a theme evolving. Oh, yeah. uh, Shannon Farron texted me and said she's freaky. Yes, oh, she yeah. is freaky. Oh, yeah. I got she one is, more. Oh, she's we got what one they more? call the side piece. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. There's more? We're back to the pitcher's mound now. Okay. All right, here we go. Fastball. The pitcher slyly adjusts his equipment. Feeling you. Oh, my God, man. Vic, 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 there is absolutely no question now, Vic. Vic. No question now. Obviously, she has a theme and a flavor to her. Oh, she's got a flavor, Vic. There's no question about that. There's no... Kevin, can you book her? I don't even want Vic to do it now. Yeah, I'll see what I can do here. Let's get her on. She has a Brenda few books Gannon. that she's written, so. Yeah, we know it's Brenda Gannon, Vic. G-A-N-N-O-N. Vic, now absolutely, there's no question, right, Vic, that she she is on a little bit on the erotic side, correct? I wouldn't go erotic. Well, what would you call it? I would go a different direction. I would, She's rather uh, promiscuous, Vic. Uh, I, I will not profess to know what's going on inside the mind of Brenda Ganim. You you don't have to profess. We pretty much figured it out, Vic. Feeling you. There yeah. is a theme. All right, when we come back, we'll get you caught up on what's happened today. Let's if you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570 LA Sports. Yeah, we're going to get you caught up. It is a beautiful Monday afternoon. Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan coming at you. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, as we read those, Fred, uh, there was no question of where, uh, is it Brenda? Yeah, it was Brenda, right? Where Brenda was going with her haiku. Kevin, you're working on that, right? Brenda Gannam. I'm, I'm trying to dig up some uh, information to see if I can track yeah. her down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's get all over that. Yeah, Brenda had an agenda. Yeah, Brenda has an agenda. And hopefully her agenda will include coming on the show. Kevin is working on it. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Brought to you by everybody, Jacob and Ronnie. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. You happen to be a very good person. So if you find yourself in trouble, if you're in an accident, you must call the very best in town. He's been doing it for 25 years. He's our attorney. 
Jacob and Ronnie. Accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Jason Kidd still hot in pursuit of another head coaching job in the NBA. He took himself out of the running for the Portland job because he thought it would place place the organization in a bad light considering the fact that Damian Lillard openly opined to have him put himself in the, in the running as the head coach. Now there is a rumor that Orlando has requested the Lakers to interview Jason Kidd for their vacant head coaching spot. If I'm Jason, I don't know if that's the job that I want, but I guess there's only 30 of them, right, Fred? So if you want to be a head coach, you take what you can get or at least listen to what they have to say. Absolutely. Yeah, if he wants to get back in, it's sad. Portland would have been a good job. But when Damian Lillard came out and said, that's my guy, there's no way they could hire him. He, he wisely removed himself from that equation because no matter what, you cannot have the impression that people are, uh, that the players are running the thing. Even if the players are running the thing, you can't give that impression. So Jason Kidd did the right thing there. And, you know, at, when he got here, the feeling was, you know, Frank Vogel's going to sleep with one eye open because you never know what's going to happen. It's going to be Jason Kidd. Now, Jason Kidd has done what he was supposed to do. So if it works out for him, that'd be great. Yeah, it 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 should work out for him. It won't. It, it'll be a matter of time. It, it's seen the you know the, the the trend is is getting former players to, to become coaches and things of that nature. So um, it'll happen. But Jason Kidd has the luxury of of picking and choosing where he wants to go. And as they say, when you're on the blackjack table. Or you're behind the, the building playing Tonk and shooting craps, Fred. All money's not good money. Right. So going to, as you mentioned, Kevin, going to Orlando or some of the other places may not be good. Wait for the right opportunity to open up. Otherwise, just continue being an assistant coach at the great Laker organization. Exactly. I'm rooting for Jay Kidd. Love his options. But... What's a better gig? Head coach of the lousy Orlando Magic or one of the lead assistants to Frank Vogel or one of the greatest franchises in sports history? So Jay Kidd has that luxury, you know, of sifting through his options and making the best choice. I'm rooting for Jay Kidd. Well, speaking of the Portland Trailblazer job, uh, they quote-unquote mutually parted ways with Terry Stotts. I pretty much believe he was let go. Mainly because their defense got progressively worse the longer he was there, despite the fact they had two of the greatest, uh, great scorers in the league in their backcourt. Well, rumor comes out today as get take a wild guess as to who they're looking for their next head coach. Oh, I know who it is, Mike D'Antoni. Oh yeah. When I think defense, I think Mike D'Antoni. Uh, <laughs> interviewed for the Portland job earlier today, said to be one of the early front runners at the moment. Uh, Chauncey Billis, by the way, also in the running as is. Becky Hammond from the San Antonio Spurs, right? Okay, my feeling is Becky Hammond does not get that job. Uh, and not that she doesn't deserve it or would be qualified. I think when you have Mike D'Antoni, a guy that has been to the playoffs many times, and they've got guys that can play offense in Portland, that wouldn't surprise me. Chauncey Billups is the name that always pops up now. In every list, it's Chauncey Billups. He's going to get a head coaching job, Rodney. No, he will. He, he will. Uh, much... You know, like Ty Lue would bounce around for years and years and finally got his opportunity. I think Chauncey will, uh, especially as I mentioned, you know, the, the Steve Kerr's, Steve Nash's of the world getting jobs. And um, But it, it'll be really 
interesting because everybody talks about it. It's great to have offense, and D'Antoni, obviously, you know, people love him as the players love him. As you see, Steve Nash grabbed him right away and, and put him on the bench and is a mentor. But as we saw with the Lakers last year with Frank Vogel, they won it with defense. It was defense that really got it done. As flashy as offense is, defense still uh, helps you win a championship. And so I don't know. Portland's not going to have trouble scoring. With Dame there and CJ there, they're, they're not going to have trouble scoring. It is about how do they defend, and I don't know if that's the right situation for them. It's well chronicled my feelings on uh, D'Antoni, <laughs> what a loser he is. And <laughs> how do you, you really feel, Tony? <laughs> you're not going to even get close to what Stotts did for eight years you know, in, in, in Portlandia. Chauncey uh, Billups is the right choice. It's a logical choice. Uh, D'Antoni, you, you can interview D'Antoni, but if you want to make a smart and wise decision, you would hook up Chauncey Billups. You want to hear a D'Antoni story? Mm. Yeah. All right. So he's working for the Lakers, and the Lakers make the decision to let him go. So, you know, Channel 4, well, we've got to get him. We've got to get D'Antoni. We've got to get him on camera. And I'm thinking, he's not going to talk. Why are you doing this? Well, we want to hear what he has to say. I said, all right, so we've got a plan. I sent one of our producers down to his house. We found out where he lived. So the guy parks his car, the producer, walks up to the door and rings the bell. That simple. Then Tony answers. He looks at him, he goes, where's the pizza? He goes, uh, no, I, I'm not the pizza delivery guy. I'm from uh, NBC, and we're wondering. D'Antoni shuts the door in his face. That was my Mike D'Antoni story. Hey, where's the pizza? No, I'm not the pizza guy, Mike. Slammed the door in his face. And well, he should have. I agree. I didn't want to send the guy down there in the first place. Why? What's you sending the guy down there to ambush D'Antoni for, Fred? I didn't want to. They made us do it. I I knew it was a mistake. That's why I don't listen anymore. (laughs) (laughs) What if you ever released the hounds on him or something? Yeah, I, I mean, right. That would have been the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Fred would have loved that. Yeah, the yeah, guy Fred. running. <laughs> Fred's like, yeah, I'm reading Mario down camera. there running away from the dogs. No, I didn't send Mario. I sent one of the producers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to do that to Mario. We, uh, <laughs> earlier, we talked about the fact that Mike Conley is going to be out yet again tonight uh, against the Clippers. And it uh, looks like we're going to have uh, just one of the big three. We pretty much assumed it was going to happen, but it was confirmed now that Kyrie Irving and James Harden are both out for game five tomorrow. Uh, for the Bucks taking on the Nets. And now, probably to the surprise of no one, the Bucks are favored not only to win that series, but to actually make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and possibly even beat the Philadelphia 76ers, assuming they beat the Atlanta Hawks coming up here, Fred. Doesn't surprise me at all. The Laker doomsday scenario, and there it is. You've got guys that can play. You're stars. They get hurt, you're done. I, I don't think Kevin Durant's got enough juice, Rodney, to beat Milwaukee on his own, to be honest with you. I just don't think so. Yeah, this is... Uh... This is the all eyes on Kevin Durant, you know, moment now. Uh, I don't think there's any denying how great he, certainly top two, three in the league, however, you know, some circles he's the best player, some circles he's number two or whatever. But I think when you look around and, and, and can he do this without a Stephen Clay? Can he do this without Harden and Kyrie? Uh that is the big question I think that's left for for Kevin Durant can he actually put a team on his back 
and go win a title or at least get to the finals. And we will see. So it doesn't surprise me, but they did. They Milwaukee was left for dead, and now they've got life. And it'll be real interesting to see how this series goes forward. Momentum Milwaukee. Kyrie's ankle, when it turned, there was that, that looked like a couple weeks. I mean, don't quote me. You know, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a physician. Yes, but you always yes. do try to determine how long people will be out. I do, Fred. I do. I, I try to make an educated guess, but that did not look... That was not a simple ankle turn on Kyrie. Didn't one time you and say I, a guy was going to be out like six months, he was out three weeks? It was the reverse. He said Derwin James is going to be out for a couple of weeks and he was out for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> that surprised me. I love Derwin James. <laughs> That's a Listen, Kevin, 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 right on it. Kevin, remember it right away. I remember it vividly. That's great knowledge. But listen, I think James Harden's out for the entire series. You know why? His mind is not even on, on the recovery from his hamstring. It's it's on you know putting out fires. That he actually spent one hundred thousand dollars to date Saweetie, and Fifty Fifty Cent has, has jumped in, and and Quavo, you know, from uh, Amigos, has jumped in, and now Harden and his beard has to put out all the fires. That no, I'm not paying Saweetie a hundred thousand dollars to go on a date. I wait, mean, wait, 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 wait! Is this the NBA? Pl- what planet are we on? Vic, wait, wait! What are you talking about? Yeah, James Harden played Sweetie. $100,000 to go on a date? That was the rumor. And 50 Cent jumped in. And Quavo from Migos jumped in. Quavo and then jumped James, in to do what? what? And they said they want their cut? What? No, they, they liked the tweet. You know, they, they put their stamp of approval on the tweet. And James said, what are you talking about? I'm not involved with Sweetie. You know, what? get my name out of, out of this, this Michigas. Vic, you That's just... what the beard said. He didn't use Mishagas. No, Vic. But beard said, I am not involved with Saweetie. But, Saweetie? you know, these rumors Vic. just seem to swirl around the beard. Vic, you just said James Harden paid $100,000 to date whoever this is. You then I'm just, said... It's a rumor. It's a I'm saying that was a rumor. Right. Sweetie. Okay. Um, it's a rumor. So he didn't pay $100,000 to date Sweetie. Not according to James, no, and his beard. So what are you talking about then? Well, it went, it went, it went on the internet, and James had to, you know, put up the fire. Yeah, but I'm saying you, you say he can't play because he paid a hundred thousand dollars to date this person. I, mean, I never said, said that. I'm just saying <laughs> he, he has to deal with another fire besides his hamstring. Oh, so that's why he's not playing. You saying he's not playing the rest? I'm of the saying series. he has to focus on his hamstring and not this, you know, on, on this, you know, this uh, cockamamie rumors with uh, Saweetie. I forgot. <laughs> Kevin, I guess you, Brooklyn's done. Out? I think Brooklyn's done. See, at this point, if you don't have James or Kyrie, KD can't. KD and Blake Griffin cannot carry this team to victory over Milwaukee. Big, big. As a as a as a New Yorker and longtime Knicks fan, you yes, you're not rooting for Brooklyn at all. Oh well, it's Borough? my own borough, born in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, it, you know, this this journey to the crown is very fragile. Look at the Laker journey. I mean, Kyrie going down. You I only know, have KD left of the three stars. You're not rooting for your Brooklyn team. 
I'm, I'm a realist as well. Uh, Brooklyn's done. And so is this segment. That's what's lining up the headlines. <laughs> Kevin's been great. <laughs> We've got to get those Dodger tickets away. We're going to bust the break, so get ready to call. That's right, Rodney Pete, Fred Rogan. Yes! Finish it up, Freddie. Got to do it. David in Huntington Beach, are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, Fred. How are you, Rodney? I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm I'm good now. Right on. Go Dodgers. Yeah, you were listening at the right time, and you called at the right time, because, David, Wednesday night you've got plans. You're going out to the stadium. A pair of tickets to see the Dodgers and the Phillies. Appreciate it, Fred. Love the show. Been a listener forever. Rodney, thanks so much. Thank you. We appreciate you very much, Dave. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the ball game. Take some pictures. Send them to us, okay? All right. Thanks, Fred. Cool. All right. And don't forget, we're giving you the chance to win Dodger tickets every hour through the 5 p.m. hour to the reopening game tomorrow night at Dodger Stadium as it returns to full capacity. Tickets for the rest of the season are on sale now. Check out the full promotional schedule and buy tickets at Dodgers.com slash promotions. All right, Ronnie, Kevin, thank you. Great job. Kevin is working on the uh, haikuist. Okay. Let's see if we can book her tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's busy, Fred. Kevin, let's see if we can get that haikuist tomorrow. I'm on it. I know it's a big ass. Big ass, Fred. Let's try. Rodney, we'll get him tomorrow. Let's go.